Would you pray with me? And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. For the first five years of the 1980s, my dad worked in Libya. He worked for a food development company, uh, moving different materials around the country. It sounded like a pretty easy job, moving things from the dock in Tripoli to their various food development projects around the state of Libya. But it was actually anything but simple. Of the biggest problem that he had in this modern frontier was the roads that sand driven by the wind out on those deserts uh, could cover up a road in no time at all. And sometimes they disappeared altogether. I remember him telling the stories about one particular road that whenever he would take the caravan of trucks down that highway, the caravan would be led by a snowplow to plow the sand off of the road. Well, you can imagine ancient roads that were seldom used could also fall under disrepair or even disappear altogether. That is, until the king was coming. When the king was planning to travel, he would send out teams of workers to begin preparing the roads and make sure that everything was in order. Messengers would go out to every city, town, and village along the route so that they would know the king was coming because they were responsible for their part of the road, and they'd sure better clean up their town while they're at it. The king was coming. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and a great honor. They'd better be ready. Well, John's people knew this tradition very, very well. Israel is a small country that was right in the crossroads of every place which meant that any conquering army going anywhere would stop and conquer and plunder them on the way to any other place. So they were always being conquered and under somebody else's uh, rule. They dreamed of the day when their God would send the Messiah, the Christ, the anointed one who would become the king over all the realm, and they would be the center instead of someone to plunder along the way. John was saying that the time was now. The Messiah is coming, he said. The era of waiting is over. The king is on his way. Well, this is obviously good news, which is exactly what they were looking for. That's exactly what gospel means, good news. But 2,000 years later, times have changed. The coming that John sought to prepare everyone for and to proclaim for all to hear has already occurred. Instead of preparing for his coming, we seek to prepare to live in the spiritual presence of the living Christ. But perhaps if we were able to examine John's message and translate it for our day, we can better heed his announcements and prepare a way for the Lord, a highway to our hearts. This year, more than most years, may be the perfect time to perfect this preparation. Many people had started putting up their Christmas lights and trees way early. Anything to bring a little extra light and hope this year. As we're hunkered down in our homes with so many of the activities that we would normally celebrate during Christmas being canceled or curtailed, 
This may be the year when we stay inside and look inside for ways to truly prepare our hearts as well as our homes for Christmas. We can do this. God has created us not only to be receivers, but to be givers. And in giving all that we are, we experience our best selves. We participate in the same graciousness and generosity that God has so generously blessed upon us. The love we experience in Jesus Christ pushes us to express ourselves beyond the expected and the customary. Now, it's easy to let things get undone and to wish we would have said something or done something while we had the chance. Well, this year, with all the extra time we're saving from the hours at the mall, we can use some of that time to reflect on our present ways and to find new ways to light up the darkness and to brighten our hope. We can do this. Well, John used an old-fashioned term to describe the process, repentance. Now, repentance begins with confession, but repentance is far more than just confession. It's nothing less than turning from our wrongdoings and moving in new and different directions. This turning part is where we tend to get uncomfortable. It seems that we're willing to say we're wrong. We just don't like doing anything about it. Yet making changes in what is what Advent is all about lowering the hills and filling in the valleys. It's about leveling out our lives and into something sensitized and caring, courageous and consistent in moving forward. Advent is about preparing a place in our lives for God that God would actually enjoy inhabiting. Friends, we can do this. You know, there was another unique Jewish tradition called the year of Jubilee. Now, Jubilee means liberty, and it goes like this. They believe that because God owns everything, including the land, they developed a means to put their faith into practice. This is how it went. According to the law, every 50 years, the leaders decreed the year of Jubilee, in which all debts were forgiven, all property was returned to its original owner or descendants, and all relationships were restored. Special sacrifices and offerings were given, and everything that was uh, belonged to God was celebrated as God's ownership and shared as a community good and for the good of all. What if we were to declare a year of jubilee for the First Presbyterian Church. Let's say next year will be our year of jubilee, when all relationships are restored and we will live in community together, celebrating the God who's called us and blessed us so richly. Or what if we declare next year to be a year of jubilee for Westchester? when all inequalities are equalized, when all those who are low are lifted up, when all residents of the borough are included as residents of God's kingdom. We can do this. Now I can stand up here and make the decree, but it only happens when real people forgive and are forgiven 
and they restore and reaffirm their relationships as they work for justice and fairness for all people. Well, that's where you come in. Let's use this unique Advent season to create some unique Advent traditions. Because we're not able to gather physically with our friends or family, let's come up with a way where we can connect spiritually, emotionally, mentally. Let's begin by writing down some names. First, write down some names of people you would like to forgive. And then another line of people you would like to forgive you. Names of people who have meant something special to you in your life, and you'd like to express your appreciation to them. Now, some of these names are going to come very quickly. Others may take a few days. And what if while we're making that list of names, let's list some names of people and organizations where we want to commit a part of our extra time to them. Now, I know it doesn't seem like we have extra time, but we actually do. We can spend time to make the changes in our community and our world that so badly need making. We can do this. Now here we are celebrating the second Sunday of Advent. And while we haven't come from Jerusalem or some other part of Judea, many of us came from our bedrooms or our kitchens, which are pretty close for our purposes. Like the crowds of long ago, we've gathered here today in the hopes of hearing some good news, of finding a way to help this world make sense of gaining the courage to make a difference where we live and with those whom we share faith and life. By the grace of God, we know that the very ability to identify our wrongdoings and shortcomings and to move beyond them is a gift of God to us. We can hear the truth, we can tell the truth, and we can live the truth about our present lives. Will Willimon says, we will never have different lives without first telling the truth about our present lives. And the good news is that God loves us enough to somehow get through to us, to somehow help us to see the truth in us, and to somehow walk with us as we change ourselves for the better. We may not be able to teach an old dog a new trick, but you're not old dogs. You are the people of God, so go out and act like it. And let's thank God for the chance to change. Friends, we can do this. Amen.